0: Welcome everyone to The Russell Show. I'm your host Russell Chowdi. can't wait to jump into today's podcast episode. Episode number 69, we have a special guest, Howard Berg. Howard is a Guinness World Record holder and 1st reader in the world. In this episode, we'll discuss with Howard how to read and memorize faster. He's also going to teach us how to write your own book within a few days. So don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on our podcast. Let's dive in. Uh, Mr. Howard, thank you so much for coming to the show. I really appreciate you for taking the time out for me and my audience. How are you doing today? I'm good. Yeah, it's nice to meet you. And um, we, we have like a fascinating things to learn today, which is like how to read faster, how to memorize faster, and how to write a book. So before we get into like uh, what do you actually do and how you become like a Guinness Book World Record in like reading fastest is, is that like a you from you were born to like a you had like that kind of memory or you did that was like any kind of secret to practicing and over time it happens?
1: For practicing, um, I grew up in the projects in Brooklyn and there were a lot of gangs and the safest place was the library because they don't mm-hmm. go there. Yeah. So I read, I read a lot. So I had college reading when I was 11 and because I read all the time. Yeah worst thing in the library was a paper cut but if you went outside it was really bad they had guns and knives and they would beat people up so Mm -hmm. it was uh basically if you do that's what you do it's like michael jordan you throw a ball enough times you get good at it
0: yeah 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 so how can someone like read faster what was your like tools and how how you can teach us like how to read faster
1: Well, pick a book you've read, preferably a non-fiction book. So the only thing that can confuse you is your speed and not the book. Mm -hmm. You pick a book like quantum physics. It's a reason you don't understand it. It's not because you're reading fast. It's because it's quantum physics. Right. Unless that's what you do full time, you probably won't understand it. Most people don't. Pick a timer. and use your smartphone or your watch. Read for a minute and see how far you get. And don't do anything different. See how fast you read now and where it takes you. Then take a pencil and mark off where you finished so you measured how far you read now in a minute. Mm-hmm. Go to the second chapter and use your hand and go across one line at a time with your eyes following your hand. And this is the important part. As fast as you could comprehend. So as long As you know what you're reading, go quicker and quicker till you don't. And that's when you know you went too fast because you should know what you're reading. You already understand the book. So the only reason you got confused is you went too fast. Then slow down just enough. So the comprehension comes back in five minutes. Move your hand one line at a time, your eyes following as fast as you can comprehend. Don't go faster than you can comprehend and don't go slower. Then go back to the first chapter where you tested yourself and this time time yourself for a minute using your hand as fast as you can comprehend and you'll go 20 to 40 percent further just doing that one step that's the first step in the berg learning system and
0: Mm
1: -hmm. it takes a little while longer but you can go 100 to 400 percent faster with very very good comprehension if you follow all the uh, steps
0: and it's not like it's just reading, though. It's like understanding at the same time,
1: right? Understanding is more important than reading. About 25 years ago, when MSNBC first launched, one of their yes. first talk show hosts was Dick Cavett. He was a very famous host in the 70s. He was like Johnny Carson or Stephen Colbert today. Yeah. And he had me on. We got to be friends. So we, I stayed after the show and we were talking. And he told me how he had interviewed Woody Allen. Mm -hmm. Woody told him he took Evelyn Woods, which was the big speed reading course, and read War and Peace, which is enormous, in five minutes. He says, that's amazing. What do you remember? And Woody said, it's about the Russian Revolution. That's all I remember. And that was speed reading. You didn't really learn anything. You knew it was a bio book or a math book. Well, that wasn't good enough. I took um, my last year of college, I did a, Four-year psychology program in one year while majoring in biology. I had to learn. I didn't have to mm. just study a psychology book. I actually had to know the different regions of the brain and what it did. Yeah. So comprehension is a key element, and I'll show you how I changed it. In fact, the guy who owned Evelyn Woods was Maurice Thompson Jr. And he hired me to teach his son and said I went past speed reading and speed learning. And I'll show you one of the key elements. It's called schema. Mm-hmm. And I'll read a passage that doesn't have any schema. And you'll see how confusing it is. Then I'll read yeah. it a second time with a title that has schema. And instantly it'll make sense. This is the schemaless text. Watch how confusing it is. Yeah. This is an easy thing to do. If possible, you could do it at home. But you could always go someplace else if it's necessary. Beware of overdoing it. This is a major mistake. It may cost you quite a bit of money. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense because there's no schema. I'll read it again, this time with a one word title, and instantly it'll make sense. Mm-hmm. And the word is laundry. Laundry, this is an easy thing to do. Yeah. It's possible you could do it at home, but you could always go someplace else if it's necessary. Beware of overdoing it. This is a major mistake. It may cost you quite a bit of money. Now it makes sense. So by Teaching people where these clues are, they're like a decoder ring. They make the words make sense to your brain. Yeah. I'm go two, three, four times faster, even in very technical information like medicine or law with better understanding. And that's one of the things I did. And also it means you can slow down and learn new things and speed up again. In the old speed reading programs, you had to read fast always. You slow down for any reason, like mm-hmm. you didn't know a word or a formula, you lost your speed, and you always ended up slowing down because sometimes you'd read something you didn't know. Yeah. So what I've done is fixed that problem. Now you can focus more on learning, which I think is much more important than speed. No one wants to read faster. They yeah. want to learn faster. And that's what I really was interested in developing.
0: <clears throat> so what, what made you actually get into like a reading faster and um, memorizing and everything?
1: Well, I mentioned the library when I was a kid. That was one reason. Yeah. But the second reason was my second term of my junior year. I went to college at 17 to major in biology. And my second half of my junior year, I got interested in the brain and how it works. So I told the dean, I want to major in bio and psych. And he said, you don't have any time left. You have one year. Mm -hmm. You have to do the whole four-year program in one year. You had no courses. And you uh, had to take six science courses, two four-hour labs. Labs took 16 hours on a slide rule. You didn't have computers back then. You had
0: to, Yeah,
1: to slide rule, so it took forever. So basically, it's 40 hours a lab and 18 credits of science. And I had three jobs. I was working 18 hours a week. And he said, you're not smart enough. And that's when I realized they never taught me how to learn.
0: Yes, at school.
1: So I figured out how to learn by learning about the brain. I got up to 80 pages a minute. I did the psych program in one year. I took the graduate record exam, which is the SAT for graduate school in biology. And I reviewed 48 books in three nights, like biochemistry, genetics, cell physiology. Mm -hmm. I got three questions wrong. So I was in the 99th percentile, I got an 800. Then I was like, gee, I wonder if it's me or the system. There's a yeah. difference between you can do it or other people can do it. So I had a school I taught children aged 11 to 15 how to do it. And they read a 30-chapter book in lifelong developmental psychology in one week. And 15 out of 18, they were 11 to 15 years old, passed mm-hmm. the college course in a week. Uh, and this is a softball course. They're 11 years old. So it's okay. It's not just that I can do it. I can teach it. It's yeah. more important. Me doing it doesn't help other people. You doing it can make your life a whole lot better.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that's inspiring. <clears throat> and one hour lucky like, podcast called, like you mentioned, like on your lifetime, you read about 30,000 or more books.
1: Yes.
0: And, which was like a, this is great. Like is there anyone else like read that many books in their lifetime or like you got another Guinness World Record on that as well?
1: Well no one ever beat my record. Um reading isn't the key. The mm-hmm. key is learning. So when mm-hmm. most people think reading is learning, it's not. If it yeah. was, everyone reading a book would always get an A. It doesn't happen. Yeah. Uh, People measure learning by two incorrect measurements, how long and how many pages. So if you say to a young kid, did you study? Yeah, I studied for five hours. Or mm-hmm. I read 400 pages. Doesn't matter. I did a graduate course in educational psychology in seven hours. That's a five-month course. Yeah. And I read the book four times. The test was six hours long. I finished in 50 minutes. I got a B plus. You said, why don't you get an A? I didn't need an A. I was a teacher. I needed the credits. Yeah. So I wasn't interested in the course. I was interested in the credits. So it would have taken five months and $5,000. I did it in seven hours and 50 minutes for $65. And I needed a C- minus to get the credits, not a B plus. So I more than exceeded my goal, which is one of the other tips. Always know your goal or your right. purpose. What are you trying to do? People spend a lot of time learning material no one will ever need to know. Mm -hmm. No one's interested. It isn't going to be on a test. It isn't going to be asked at a meeting. So one of your things is to figure out what people actually expect you to know. So you don't focus on information that wastes your time, but information that will take you to your goal. Without a goal, like Zig Ziglar used to say, used to lecture here, you don't have a target. You don't know what you're aiming at. A lot of people don't know what they're doing when they're learning. They don't know what they're aiming at. So they're yeah. just trying to learn everything. They don't need to know everything, but they don't learn the things they do need to know because they didn't know to look at them. So one of the things I teach is how to focus on the right material. Mm-hmm. So You don't learn the wrong things. You spend the time you do have learning what matters, whether it's in school or work, which makes you more efficient. Yeah. And that's a big part that's missing in learning. People just take the scatter. If I read it enough times, I keep looking at it. Maybe I'll remember something I need to know. Very bad strategy. So you always need to know why am I doing this? Yeah. And when I'm done, what is it I need to have? And if you can't do that, you're going to waste your time.
0: Yeah. It's so well said. And like, how, how often like do you read? uh like how many books you can read within a day or something
1: i read a lot online i think more and more reading today is on Mm -hmm. e-readers i just made a new program last week how to read a kindle how to read a phone how to read a laptop how to read an ipad that's where more people read today yeah Uh, my granddaughters are in college they don't even have a book it's all digital And no one's ever stopped to teach. How do you read digital? It's not that people aren't reading, they're just not reading as many books. So I I don't count how many books I read in a day, but I read for several hours online. Mm -hmm. It's articles. I read a lot of articles because they're more recent. You read a book, it's at least a year old. It took a year to write, and then it took a year to get published. And the information in it was from other books. They were at least a year old. So you're looking at old information yeah. with very rare exceptions. If you're looking at an article, you're writing about something just to happened today. Mm-hmm. It's very, very recent information. So I'm going to say a large part of my reading now is an online reading on recent things that just happened in the last 24 hours or less to stay current what's going on rather than learning things that happened 50 years ago that i don't really need as much uh time to learn so it's important to realize it isn't amount of pages it's the quality of reading information and what you're going to do with it what are you going to do with it what is the why are you doing it why are you reading it what's your goal again without a goal why are you Mm -hmm. even reading now i don't read a lot of fiction i know how but yeah. to me, I I, I want to learn skills. I'll give you an example. About 15 years ago, I was lecturing on cruise ships. And my right. wife wanted to go to Hawaii. And they had a cruise. So I said, I want to teach on the cruise. Said, yeah. well, they don't want you. They want, I said, what do they want? I said, they want someone to teach photography, mm-hmm. and Photoshop, and video. I said, I teach that. I didn't teach that, but I learned fast. I know I could learn fast. I could read 10 books in three hours. And if you learn 10 books, you pretty much know something about a subject. So I read 10 books on Photoshop in three hours, and the next day, 10 books on video, 10 books on photography. When I got there, I was like, please let these people not know what a camera is. You know, maybe, Mm -hmm. you mean you don't use film? How do they take pictures without film? That was the perfect group for me. The first person walks in the room, He's a photographer. 38 years. That's what he does for a living. He wants me to teach him how to take pictures. The second guy was doing Photoshop for five years. Wanted me to teach him Photoshop. I just did it for one week. Yeah. So my wife is in the front crying. They said if we didn't do it. They throw us off the ship. Not in the water, but when we got to the shore. Right. At the end of the week, they're like, "How many years did you study?" To learn that. I could say I learned it last week in three in three hours. I wanted a free trip to Hawaii. But to me, that's the win. Now, I think if you could learn a new skill every day, like Photoshop, had mm-hmm. an 84-year-old, read three books in three hours. So I'd say a normal person could easily read an hour and finish off a book. So if yep. you had 365 skills like video or Photoshop every year, year after year after year after year, how much more money would you be able to make? How many more things would you do that you can't do now? To me, that's that's what I'm interested in. Improving my skill set so I can do more and stay on top of what's going on because things mm-hmm. change so fast. So to me, that's what reading is about. It's getting information that help me make better choices and decisions and give me skills that'll help me be more successful. I don't, if I want The Lord of the Rings, which I did read, I could watch it in a movie. Yeah. I thought the movie was more interesting than the book because it was so visual and so graphic. It was far more interesting. Plus, I couldn't pronounce the names. They all <laughs> sounded like the same dwarf. They all sounded like the same person when you're reading them. They had those weird names. But on the movie, you could see them. Yeah. It made it easier to know which person or dwarf they were talking about. Yeah, so, yeah, I'd rather watch a movie for fiction than mm. read it. But I personally read, I see from your books behind you the same thing. You're reading books that'll help you be a better person.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's that's like making make you more interested to learn and like your brain can engage on it. So yeah. So in terms of like your reading books, so those who like came to you or like need help on reading. And they only can manage to read probably, I don't know, five six pages in a minute.
1: The average the... speed is two hundred words a minute. That's the mode. Most people. And the, the range of normal is one fifty to four hundred words a minute. Six is a lot. Most yeah. people could read one to two pages a minute, maybe, right. maybe. So uh, I'm I'm reading eighty pages in a minute. Mm. So it's a lot. It's a little faster. Yeah, no, I don't expect you to read that fast, but I would, we did a double blind test, everyone doubled or quadrupled. So whatever you're doing, I would say comfortably, it can almost guarantee, you'll go twice as fast, Mm -hmm. and possibly four times as fast, by the time you're done with the program, that isn't as fast as you can go, that's right away, as soon as you're done. And then with practice, I've never seen anyone who didn't get better at something if they kept doing it so with mm. practice you'll get much better so
0: you're saying like if an average person they can do like three to four times more than what they're actually doing so let's say like with, I'm with doing, understanding With, with understanding. understanding yeah yeah so and let's that's say it's a I big can,
1: deal it's a big yeah. deal think of what you could accomplish in your life
0: yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah because right now I probably can read one and one and a half page within a minute. So, if I can go to like a three or four pages, which is great, like it's like a four times faster.
1: Yeah, or so, maybe more. And it would depend on the subject. Yeah. So subject you know well, you mm-hmm. know the words, you know the names, you go faster than you never heard of anything before. You yeah. have to learn the names and the words. That takes more time to learn the words than if you know them already. Yeah. So, it won't Makes be it the same in every subject. There'll be subjects you also, like more or enjoy more or understand better. Let's say you're very artistic. Mm-hmm. You might be very good at an art book, but not good at a math book. Yeah. You may be very good at math and terrible at drawing. So mm. for each person, there's going to be some subjects that they're more attuned to and can learn quicker than subjects they know nothing about and have no aptitude for. And that's just normal. I mean, we're not good at everything. Yeah. So. Uh, the, the reading reflects that. The thing is, whatever your speed is in that subject, you'll go quicker than you did before. It just mm-hmm. will vary depending on your background, your aptitude, and your interest. So yeah. always you'll always go two to four times faster, but it'll be depending on the topic uh, how much four times more is. Maybe you're reading a page a minute in a physics book if yeah. you're reading four pages a minute in a computer book so you'll go to eight in the computer book and two to three in the physics book it's still a lot faster yeah but it's not the same because it's not the same subject
0: yeah it's a different subject and like it. you have like how much understanding you have on a certain subject and makes that's sense that's all that
1: matters is understanding yeah there's actually different levels the first level is called elementary you're learning how to mm. pronounce. The words. Okay. Then there's inspectional reading. That's when you get the big picture. What's it about? What are the main ideas? But you're really asking yourself: Is was this? Is this book going to give me something I need to know, or is yeah. it a waste of time? So you don't spend four weeks find out this was the wrong book. It didn't give me what I needed. Find that out in a few seconds. Then yeah. there's analytical reading, where you become a master of the material. And you really, truly understand it. And then the fourth level is syntopical. You read 10 books or five books, multiple books with different mm-hmm. opinions. They contradict one another. And you have to make an analysis of which position do you think is right and based on what. And that's yeah. not unusual to find different writers disagreeing over how something should be done more efficiently and then you're doing syntopical. topical you're looking at a multiple synthesis of topics and looking for what makes the most sense for you out of all yeah. the different opinions that's the highest level and they're not the same mm. it's not the same they're all different levels and that's where your purpose comes in do i need to memorize the newspaper or yeah. know what happened today there's a difference between Knowing there was a conference and knowing the name of every person and what their background is and what they contributed to the conference. That's not mm. the same as knowing there was a conference. Yeah, so Those are different levels of learning.
0: So like uh, for average person like me, like from uh, one pages per minute to two pages per minute or three pages, how how long does it actually take me to get to the level with
1: daily practicing? Well you'll be at 100 to 400 right away mm. uh, in a couple of hours. Right. And actually, it's broken into parts. One is speed, but to me, then it's also comprehension. What are you looking for? How do you know when you found it? Yeah. And what do you do when you don't understand it? You read the calculus book. You memorized all the formula. Mm-hmm. But you can't solve any problems. You have no idea what to do with them. You yeah. The same. that's what happens. They memorize the book. They have the names and the facts. They don't know how to use them. It's a totally different level. That's analytical reading versus uh, inspectional. So, yeah, you can memorize all the equations in a chemistry book and not be able to solve a single problem because you don't know what to do with them, how to use them, why they're there. That's a different level. That's more analytical. All of it Mm. matters. I'll tell you an example. I did a graduate course. And educational psychology. Now, when it's a five-month course, I did it in seven hours. (laughs) Well, so I was it was and I got a B plus. So it didn't matter how many pages I read,
0: yeah,
1: how much time. What mattered was in seven hours and fifty minutes, I got a B plus and a five-month course for $65. So it's always about what's your goal and what's your Needed. again, I wasn't interested in learning the courses, it's in the credits. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's a great way to explain. Thank you so much for that. So, we move to like a next phase, which is like how to memorize faster or even the memorize itself, right?
1: Yes, memory is very important. But as I mentioned, you can memorize everything and then understand it. Yeah. Remember all the names and all the formula and not know what to do with them. But mm-hmm. I'll show you how to speed memorize if you'd like. And actually could do that with you. Yeah. I'm going to give you and our audience 10 things to remember. And the first time I won't show you how, and you won't be able to. Then I'll show you how. And not only will you be able to remember everything, but effortlessly and backwards and forwards. In fact, when I teach you the system, it's so simple. Three-year-old yep. children can do this, literally. But it won't seem like that when I give you the list. Are you ready? Yeah. Here are 10 things to remember. Pole, shoes, tricycle, car, glove, gun, dice, skate, cat, and bowling pins. If you're like most people, you don't know the whole list yet. But you will in three minutes. You'll know the whole list. Now, this isn't just an exercise. It's a tool. And you're going to want to remember it. So when I say, say and do something, do that. And if you're watching this, do that so you retain it. Mm -hmm. You only remember 10% of what you read and 90% of what you say and do. Now, one of the secrets to memory, and there are many, is if you have a list that you know, you can link the new list to the old list faster than learning from scratch. And I'm going to bet everybody watching us today can count to 10 and we're going to use the 10 numbers that you know that are in your brain to learn 10 new things super fast are you ready yeah the number one it looks like a pole like a flagpole looks like a one when i say one you say pole ready one pole good you wear two shoes so two is shoes what's two shoes what's one pole good three is a tricycle it has three wheels what's three tricycle two uh shoes one pole and you're looking for your picture four is a car there's four tires on a car what's four car two shoes one pole three tricycle jumping you notice that your brain's looking for the association five is a glove how many fingers are in a glove five what's five a glove three tricycle one pole good six gun they like them in texas six gun cowboys six gun what's six a cowboy gun oh gun sorry yeah that's how you learn by the way when you make a mistake you yeah. correct it and it locks it in. What's six? Uh gun. Four. A car. Two. Choose. See you thinking. Yeah. Seven's lucky and dice. Lucky seven. Seven is dice. What's seven? Dice. What was five? Give me a clue. Gloves. Three. Tricycle. One. Pole. Rhymes work. Say eight skate.
0: Eight skate. What's eight? Skate.
1: Six. What did they love in Texas? Gun. Four. A car. Two. Choose. We're almost done. Nine lives. That's how many lives a cat has. Nine is a cat. What's nine? Cat. Seven is lucky in... seven
0: dice five five gloves
1: three uh tricycle one pole last one is ten how many bowling pins are in the lane ten bowling pins what's ten bowling pins what's one pole what's two shoes what's three tricycle what's four car Five gloves, six Texas gun, seven is lucky, nice, eight, eight rhymes with uh, eight. Put it on your feet. i should eight. Skate, eight, six, eight. skate, nine. What yeah. has nine lives? Cut, cut and ten. Game game, which game which had 10 pins uh bowling bowling picks. perfect here's how you use it it's for memory numbers numbers are hard mm-hmm. so we convert numbers to pictures imagine you're in a hotel and your room is three one four. Three one four. how many times by the time you go downstairs you forgot your room here's how you remember it three tricycle one pole four car make a movie a tricycle hits a pole on a car. Picture the movie. A tricycle hits a pole on a car. A tricycle, what number? Three. It's a pole. Uh, number one. On a car? Four. That's your room number. Tricycle, yeah. pole, car. Now, in <laughs> geometry, when you measure a circle, 3.14 is pi. So I teach this to kids for school, for math and science, and history, and business. It's room numbers, phone numbers, it's product numbers, prices, percentages, due dates, and the zero. Because the not the alphabet and numbers is zero to nine. Right. The zero is the ten bowling pins. Everything else is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. The zero is the polling pins. So now you have a picture. For every number, and when you do is you make a movie picturing the pictures in a sequence. Mm-hmm. And when you play the movie, back comes the number. And now you know how to memorize numbers. There's lots of ways to memorize. Yeah, one doesn't work for everything. Learning a language isn't the same as reading the newspaper, which isn't the same as studying a history book, which isn't the same as memorizing a math book. They all have different types of learning involved. And so by giving you different tools and hmm. pick the one that works for you the one that works for you may not work for someone else yeah that's how your brain learns learning should be individualized to the learner because everyone's brain is different and your aptitudes and different topics is different no one way fits all there are many ways and they all work but each one works better for some people in certain subjects than others By Mm -hmm. giving them a toolbox with the tools, they pick the tool that works for them in that subject at the level they want. Are they learning on the inspectional level, the analytical level, or the syntopical level? It's not the same, and the tool you use might not be the same, but you always have the tool you need. And if people are interested, go to berglearning.com, like my name, Howard Berg. And the tools are there. We do have free lessons. So they could start for free and test it out. We have a total satisfaction guarantee. And if they need help, we help them. And if they can't help them, I do. Because I want to make sure people actually learn what they paid for. Yeah. For Several reasons. If someone has a problem, I want to know what it is so I can fix it. And then I change the next time I make it, I make it differently. So over 35 years, I made a lot of changes. Not too many people have problems anymore because I heard them all. Mm -hmm. And I heard what was going on, and I changed it to make it easier. And each time I made it easier, less and less people had a problem. So now it's really, really easy because I've made so many fixes. The problems are gone. But if somebody has a special problem, I want to know so I can fix it again.
0: Yeah, that's great. Thank you so much for helping on the memorizing. It was like quite interesting. So... We'll go to the next one, which is like a, how to write a book. And Writing which is a like book a book. Fascinating... is
1: really easy. I wrote my last book in five hours.
0: And wow. went, and how many I pages?
1: Number, 60. 60 pages. It's yeah. a PDF. Now yeah. you say, why? Well, I've written big books too. Uh, the reason I do that is when you want to write a book to give away on your website, so people yeah. will give you their email, you don't want to give them a 700 page book. They're not going to read it. Mm. People don't read 700 unless it's really like a science course, or you know, most people don't read seven, eight hundred. When's the last time you read an 800 page book? It's not common. No, but if I could say in 60 pages, I could show you to write a book in a day, you'd probably read it.
0: Yeah,
1: I said 6,000 pages, I could show you to read a book in a day, you'd say, No, thank you, I'm busy. Yeah, so a short book that makes a point that gives people something they really need to know quickly will give them a reason to want to give you their name and your email. Mm. So here's a way to write a book in a day. Now it's a whole course, but I'll show you the overview how to do it. First, make a PowerPoint. I'm going to assume if you're writing a book, you know the subject. Yeah. Learning the subject's another level. You have to get do research and study, and that's a whole other thing. But I'm assuming... You're writing the book. You already know what you're writing about. Yeah, something you know well. So make a presentation in PowerPoint, and pretend you're doing the presentation like we're talking now. Yeah. So you have a there's a program called Camtasia, and it records everything on the screen mm-hmm. and what you're saying. So you're going through your slides and you're talking as if you had an audience to talk to right and all that's getting recorded so now you have several choices if you render it as an mp4 it's a video program
0: mm-hmm. if
1: you render it as an mp3 it's an audio program but here's where it gets fun you can take the mp3 and do voice to text there's a lot of ways to do that one way is you go to google tools go to google tools which is free yeah. And go to the Google word processor and under the tools in the word processor, one of the choices is voice to text. <clears throat> Take your recording, yeah. play it out your speaker and have your microphone next to the speaker. So it doesn't know you're not talking. It hears you coming out of the speaker and it's making voice to text. Right. So it's converting what you said into text. That's the first draft of your book. And the pictures you used in your PowerPoint are your illustrations. Mm-hmm. Then you clean it up. You tighten up the grammar. You add yeah. a few more sentences. But basically, you've written the first draft of your book just by talking. Mm-hmm. If you know a subject well enough to talk for an hour, two hours, that's going to be 40 to 60 pages when you're done. Yeah. You just did a book. How hard is that? Well, I teach step-by-step step how to organize it, how to make it better, for example, how to make it brain-friendly, to make it easy to remember later. People teach, but they don't think about, well, they remember this. How many times did you read something and a week later you didn't remember anything? Mm-hmm. So it isn't enough to teach people. You also have to show them how to retain it Yeah. so they can use it when they need it. Most people don't do that. And there's a lot of little things like emotions if you're in the wrong state of mind you won't be able to use it so if i teach you to drive and you go for a road test and then you fail well, why would you fail i got nervous yeah it was a test what if i didn't just teach you to drive but how to stay calm when taking the test but have more successful students so emotional intelligence skills are part of it so There's a whole lot of things involved, and that's what I teach in the course, how to come up with an idea, how Mm -hmm. to turn it into a cogent, meaningful PowerPoint that's easy to speak and make sense, how to make it easy to remember, how to handle emotional issues that can interfere. These are all skills, but the big picture is you make the PowerPoint, you speak it, and you turn the speech into text, and you've got a book.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for that. I never thought uh this way before, so yeah. You can write a,
1: and oh, you want a big book? Do that every day. Mm-hmm. So you have seven powerpoints. Each right. chapter is its own powerpoint.
0: Yeah,
1: so it's seven times forty or seven times sixty depends how long you talk. Mm-hmm. So now you got a two or three hundred page book in a week, very right. easily, very very easily, and then you clean it up. Yeah. might take you two or three weeks to clean up but you could easily easily write a book in a, a big book not a little book not a 60 yeah. page book 60 times seven is 420
0: well wow.
1: that's a big that's a big book you could do it in a week very very easily
0: yeah thank you so much for sharing the knowledge i really appreciate you honestly like uh, before my audience uh I'm the one like I learned from you as well. So obviously a lot no, audiences yeah. gonna get anything. Well, that's of why I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah, thank help. you so much.
1: It matters yeah. to me. People need help. Watch the news. You think there's too many smart people? That's why everything's screwed up. Nobody mm. says there's too many smart people. So I can't make. I can't solve every problem. I don't know everything, <clears throat> but I can help smart people like you get smarter learn more, understand better, so they can solve the problems we all have. I don't know who solve it. I don't know if I reach enough people. Maybe a doctor reads 50 books on cancer that nobody could read all 50 before. Mm -hmm. So it's inside their head, and they see connections nobody ever thought of, because they have more information. They figure the cure. You don't know who it's going to be. You just know if you do it enough times and enough people, Everyone wins. You make more money. Your business gets better. Your mm-hmm. kids get finished with school and don't live with you till they're 40, which is happening a lot. Your parents yeah. don't turn into vegetables when they get older because they stay they stayed healthy with their brain. That's my goal is to help people reach their goal. And more and more people reach the goal. Part of the benefit is the goals they have will help everybody. hmm Everybody, you know why we're here today? Because somebody's growing food for us. And right. someone's making yeah. clothes, and someone's building our cars, and somebody's making our eyeglasses. Everyone matters. Yeah. We can't be doing what we do if they weren't doing what they're doing. We'd have to do it for ourselves. Yeah. So learn to respect people. Everyone matters. The only reason you can do what you do is someone else is doing something you need done for you. Mm-hmm. So we help one another. The human race is a family. Moroni is as strong as the weakest people in our family. And there are a lot of hungry, unhappy people in this world. Yeah. So when we help them, we're really helping ourselves. There's going to be more peace when people have jobs mm-hmm. and they have homes and their families aren't starving. People who are happy and making a good living don't want to start a war because they could lose everything. It's yeah. people that are scared and frightened and have nothing and don't know what they're going to do to survive. They'll do anything they have to, to keep themselves alive. Those are dangerous people because they have very little option. They mm-hmm. either do something stupid and crazy or they die. So yeah. what are their options? So I kind of see the answer isn't blowing people up and hating people. The answer is making them smarter so they have a life and they have a yeah. reason to want to do something that's not violent because it'll help them stay in the life they have and that's my job my job is to help people get smarter so they have better lives and other people have better lives and we all benefit from that
0: yeah thank you so much for sharing so we are running out of time for this podcast uh, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and expertise on the subject
1: learning. B E R G learning.com. Try it risk-free. There's some free lessons. It'll change your life. Today's the day you're going to look back and say, this was the day that my life changed. I finally found a way to learn what I need to know to stay successful. So that's your website, right? Berg learning.com B E R G learning.com. And I will make sure you learn what you bought so that you get the benefit And when you start seeing how your life is changing from all the things you're learning and able to do, you'll thank me for asking you to do this. I can't do it for you. I can teach you, but you've got to go to the school to learn. (laughs) You can't learn if you don't go. Take a step, make the right decision, and you'll be glad you did.
0: Thank you so much, Howard, for sharing this. And so, yeah, really appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming to the show and taking the time out for us today. And I wish you good luck with your journey and also with your career as well. And thank, thank you so much for being here. very you me. You're most welcome. Thank you. So that's it, up guys. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. So if you want to learn more about Howard, you go to his website and visit uh, his website also. And. I'm going to leave the link description of the podcast and also on the YouTube channel. So you can go check out his stuff. And if you want to work with him and learn more about him, you can find that also. So till then, stay safe, stay healthy. Okay, take care in the next episode. Thank you. Bye.